Okay, so where are we starting? Uh, so you give me your thoughts on Logan. I'm going to get this link out to the world. So you started off. Okay, so are we going like full spoiler? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's give these people an idea of who the hell we are first, because obviously I'm sure they have no idea who you are. Well, yeah, I'm just a hanger on. I clinged on to you and just, you carried me through life. You know what? We met over a decade ago now? Uh, yeah, my fucking shit kicked off in the background. It's like, everybody wants to hear this audio. So, all right. So now what was your question? <laughs> I'm so uh, lost. All right. So introduce yourself. Who are you? What gives you credibility on this source? <laughs> um, I'm Luke. Uh, I've known you for like the better part of a decade now. Um, Shit, it's been that long, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it was like 20 when I met you. Like, without Isn't that years. weird? Uh, the fucking just knowing somebody for a decade at this point? No, because I just came out. So. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's when it starts getting real that we're getting old. Um, I don't like it. Uh, credibility, I get like, fuck, you've seen my comic collection. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so just to give everybody a little background, um, our roommates a decade ago, he has taught me the ways of liking better movies. Um, he still has no problem or qualm tearing down even a good movie. Uh, but he has had this through brats before, so take it all with a grain of salt. <laughs> Have you still never walked out of a movie? I've never walked out, no. I've fallen asleep. Or I know you got close with uh, oh, a handful of them now. Were you ever close with Spider-Man 3? Not close I was with uh, Fantastic Four 2. Yep, that that's the one that sticks in my memory for sure. Um, so he's you've read comics all your life, right? Uh, yeah. Started when I was a kid, was in and out, got back into them hard like ten years ago. Fell out again after like Civil War burned me out when I was reading all that stuff, and then slowly got back. Now, did you me. read the second Civil War that just ended? I have not read anything new. New. Really, um, you know, what's DC, the latest you've been caught up with? Uh, you know, DC just like was like, "Hey, New Fifty Two was a fucking mistake," and they did their rebirth. Thing. Um, I've read three books out of Rebirth. I read okay. Superman, Batman. I've uh, been hearing some really good things about Superman. So, um, I wasn't a super big fan of like the actual rebirth trade itself, but there was one, um, Lois and Clark. It's really interesting. Uh, it's like the, the super Lois. Uh, have you heard, have you read any of the super sons? No, what's that? Uh, it's, uh, I think it's Damien who is, uh, oh, Clark and Lewis's son. No, uh, um, Jonathan is Lois and Clark's son. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. 
Um, yeah, I just have a few friends that are picking up Super Sons. I think that's the title that they're uh, hooked on right now that's coming out from DC. But before that, I know when we were living together, that was when Fox was going through their rights with the, let's see, the Fantastic Four, I think. Didn't X-Men 3 come out, like, right before we, or was that when we were still living together? It was right before I moved in with her. <laughs> okay, okay. So right about then is, I guess, when the MCU just started to happen? Uh, it was just before. I'm trying to think when Iron Man was. 2008. Iron Man was 2007, right? Eight. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it would have been right before. Um, since then, uh, my comic tastes have grown. I'm more of a image fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of the independent stories that are a few store or a few trades long. Um, I can't to get into the Marvel and DC universes just because it's so daunting. So I've had help from Luke to get a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about these a little bit later, but these are staples of the Batman world um, with the long Halloween and black mirror. Um, so we'll talk about that stuff a little bit later, but first and foremost, let's talk Logan. What are your thoughts on the whole? everything about it <laughs> well there's a few qualifiers to start first a lot of shit went down in my personal life friday <laughs> yes and i was also on painkillers when i saw it so that so month, about the <laughs> wouldn't those equal I, each other out though I'm, I'm just saying like not might not have hit me as much as it hit everyone else i was kind of emotionally dead and physically numb at the time. <laughs> I am so glad that I didn't ask you anything about before coming on this. Uh, so, uh, elaborate. What did you think of the movie? I could sit there and realize it's a very strong film. Uh, but it didn't do anything for me. I need to see it again. All these people are like, that all of them like, on the inside, but for other reasons. Um, uh, I I think it's a little long. Um, there's some weird, like the third act is kind of disconnected from the rest of the film. I think uh, it kind of goes in. Yeah, it started crossing lines of get and getting really meta, and I think that was kind of a hindrance for itself. Um, it's uh, it was one of those things where I felt maybe for like here's the box for superhero films as you know them we're, we're gonna make a movie outside of here mm -hmm. and then they get right back in in the third act and it became real formulaic okay okay i i got what you mean um for me it hit everything i wanted it to it just in very short bursts spread out through the movie um so that's where it kind of got to dragging and it it kind of felt like they were filling the movie with points to get from point to point, and like a lot of that stuff could have been easily just chopped out. Um, but I have a strong title on their hands, and hopefully, this one wins something. If considering Suicide Squad got an Oscar, listen, let's not even talk about that. <laughs> um, 
No. Listen, um, we had to talk about it a little bit because Suicide Squad shouldn't have any Oscars ever. But it does. So, like, unless there was an Oscar for like most needle drops in one single film, like it could win that Oscar. <laughs> Uh, I just thought about like everyone was like, yeah, the makeup was really good. I was like, no, it wasn't. It was like a toddler wiping makeup on somebody's face. That was Harley Quinn, and then you have charcoal all over the Enchantress's body. I think that was her name. Yeah, I think. But, like it's just shit. <laughs> but look at it this way: that film posits a reality where everyone has face tattoos, and they looked real. <laughs> Listen. No, I will not. I will not accept it. But now it's an Oscar award-winning film. <laughs> uh, but back to Logan. Yeah, I, so, really? uh, did you like X twenty three? I'm a huge X twenty three fan. Like, um, I have like runs of her comics and read tons of it. Huge fan. Um, what uh, what run would you say is probably the perfect one to start with? The actual really good one is um, with the current uh, all-new Marvel that's going on right now, um, Logan is actually dead, and she took over as Wolverine. And she's the Wolverine right now in the ongoing series. Two trades out right now. Um, super good. It's just, it's fun, and it has heart, and it's not overly impressive. This was my first introduction to her. Um... I think before I may have seen her in passing with uh, when she was grown up a little bit more, but I don't think I've ever seen anything of her. I think they did a great job of introducing her to the world and like explaining why she has uh, her leg blades and shit. Um, Just setting her up and going with her character. Yeah. um, The weird thing is like, like her start in the Marvel books was was super weird and dark, and I'm glad they didn't go down. Oh, really? Like, what was the, her start in the Marvel books then? Okay, well, originally, I uh, remember the X Men Evolution cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's where she was created from, actually. Before the comics, she started in there. Then they brought her in in a book called Nix, written by Joe Casada. Um where she's tangentially in it, barely in it, and she eventually went into her own series, X-23. But in the storyline in Nyx, um, she's escaped from the program and everything, but you don't know that until the X-23 books. Uh, and she's living on the streets as a prostitute, uh, getting paid uh, masochists to beat her and stab her and stuff. Could you imagine if they would have started that way and Logan would have picked her up? To, like to beat her. I mean, I, I'm not questioning what Wolverine's into. No king shame. <laughs> He's an old man at this point. <laughs> Hundred years old. He's gone through it all, right? I mean, uh, you gotta find that spice of life, I guess. That spice of life. You know, cutting the. What if he would have just brought her back for Caliban? <laughs> just like I, I brought you this Caliban for being a bitch now. I know, I know you can't go out in the light, so uh, here's something. A lady of the night. Yeah. It's already weird to have like a child in their little decrepit bunker. <laughs> Just be like, here, you can see it. It's all good. 
There's, we just have this old man in this old water top, broken down water tower. Yeah. He's just like, I got to go deal with the cripple in the water tower. Do you hang out with the albino? Like, the child should not be in that situation. <laughs> except every, or Logan knew that, except the other two were like, no, no, no. We just want somebody else here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> using and pill popping way, Logan. Like, he's a real. <laughs> So yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I see a lot of people saying they're going to see it a couple more times. I don't think I think one and done is good enough for me. Um, I'm much more of a Wolverine slashing and cutting type of movie where not not just babysitting. Um, what did you think about X24 though? That um, are we talking like full spoilers here and everything? Oh, we're just we're fucking off the rails now at this point. Uh, I, get, I get what they were trying to do. You know, he's ultimately, and he's been trying to fight forever. His past, his animal side, get past. Although I feel it's very weird that they spent an entire program trying to make these kids when they could just make an army of Wolverines. And two, did it not feel like that should have been Sabretooth? See, and that's what everybody keeps saying, but. I think he, the way I feel about it is I think they did it the the best way they could, because if it would have been so so uh, if it would have been Sabretooth, see he's already bested him twice now on screen, so I think people would have been expecting him to best him a third time, whereas the only thing he had better than X twenty four or his clone was his sheer willpower. I mean, he was outmatched in every single way. Um, he didn't have his youth on his side. He couldn't heal as quick. And he obviously wasn't juicing the first time they met. Um, but you could also so when that, that, that same thing. So think the moment when uh, the dude came out with the shotgun and started blasting him, that moment when it had such an impact because he wouldn't have turned around and, and pulled the trigger on the, the good guy Wolverine. But that's also one second in the story. It's, it's true. Week. It's true. But I think, uh, one, the movie needed that scenario because it gets, like, saying that this horrible cloud of doom follows them is only saying it, but when she actually show it and, like, this whole family that you've, come to enjoy for even five minutes is just wiped out just because of this cloud that follows and the X-Men around. Well, Wolverine, not the X-Men. They're all dead. Listen, Wolverine and Beast are the only X-Men that matter, so. Beast does yeah. not matter. Beast is the best! Are you kidding me? What? Could you imagine Wolverine and Beast in a buddy cop movie? Just rolling no. around town, solving mysteries? Come on. You know you want yeah, that as much as I do. Beast is, Beast is a very unessential founding member of the X-Men. I would rather have Iceman with me. Nobody wants Iceman. No yeah. one. Yeah, they, he All was, he does is make shit cold. That's not a superpower. That's just an asshole move. Do you know what his other superpower was? Have you seen the movies like I have? He banged Rogue. No. 
<laughs> that is a superpower on itself. Interesting. I'll give you that one point. Except Beast and is then awesome. Was, they've tried, like, <laughs> it never worked. Are you kidding me? Kelsey Grandma is my beast of my heart. <laughs> yeah, if he, if Kelsey Grammer Beast had a blue Torino and just solved mysteries all day long, I'd watch a hundred series of that. One hundred of them. Back to back. Netflix Netflix binge worthy. <laughs> Whatever, we'll take it. That's our next he, What if what if it was Wolverine or uh, Kelsey Grammer's Beast uh and they just redid uh, Frazier. What if... And just put him in there. <laughs> what if they redid David Fincher's Zodiac, but with X-Men characters? It was the 10th anniversary yesterday of that, wasn't it? Fuck if I know. Because <laughs> I remember you liked Zodiac, didn't you? Yeah, it's really good. But instead of, like, Mark Ruffler... I remember... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember adamantly hating that movie. Wow. It's it's just so boring, so long. Ah, I, I maybe I just didn't maybe I just need to give it another ch- chance, but at this juncture in time, I remember not liking that movie. This is why you're But since the- but since then I've fallen for a couple Fincher movies, so I think maybe I just need to give it another shot. Fair enough. So, listen, I'm totally agreeing with you. I'm, I know I'm in the minority of hating Zodiac, uh, and giving it another shot is, I guess I'll do it down the road, but it's not going to happen today. Well, good. You don't have a spare three hours around. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Um, so you're going to see Logan again. Um, I don't know if I'll catch it in theaters, but I'll definitely watch it again. Right on, right on. What do you, are you recommending it to people? Oh, yeah. Sure. No, I mean, like, I can see right what, what's the good movie. And, like, it, you know, it's, everyone loves it, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen anybody that's really uh, came down on it. I know people have problems with it being a clone and not Sabretooth. Like, that's the only gripe I've seen, really. Yeah, um... I, I think, like I said, I was just out of my headspace, but I think it, the emotions probably work for most people in it. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of heartbreaking to see Xavier losing his fucking mind, and but I also don't feel like mm-hmm. to his death. Does that make sense? Yeah. To me, that was uh, the only Professor X I cared about, was the one when he was losing his mind. No, McAvoy's really good in those shitty movies. Like, well, first class was good, but the other two were shit. But McAvoy. Oh, yeah. Listen, McAvoy's an incredible actor, so. Have you seen Split? Yeah, I saw Split. Fuck. He acted his ass off in that movie. Yeah, but then there was the goddamn twist at the end. There was no twist. They literally said what was happening the whole way through. Okay, there Unless was a you... god. You know what? Like, 
I wouldn't have been surprised if they fucking credits and then it cuts to fucking Bruce Willis in a goddamn fucking diner like that. And then Nick <laughs> Drake like, we gotta start the Avengers, David Dunn. Like, it's so on. Exactly. That's what I wanted. Um, and you find out, like, it, it, it's one of those, it's the last 30 seconds of a fucking movie. It doesn't count. Is it the last 30 seconds? Because they went to credits. And for like two seconds. It's true. I, I, I'm so torn because I don't consider it a twist. I think it's just an expansion of the movie. It's unless it brings these two titles together and like they make split two and it's actually just unbreakable two. Well, that's what they said they're doing. They're doing unbreakable two next. Um, and Shyamalan, it would have to be split two as well. Whatever, but uh, Shyamalan. Oh, I guess Nick Fury couldn't show up because he's Mister Glass. No. He's in jail. Didn't you hear him talking in the diner? I did. <laughs> Fifteen years ago. But I imagine it's going. It's got to be a showdown between uh, the Beast and um, fucking Bruce Willis's character. I can't think of the goddamn name. David Dunn. Alliteration. Yeah. Uh, it, it has to so. be. But that's one of those things for like. I can sit there and I can watch Split and appreciate it. It's a it's a tight little thriller. McAvoy does great. Uh, there's some weird shit in that movie. Like, <laughs> did I need to see fucking Let's Play Animals in the Wood? Animals don't wear clothes? No, I didn't need to see that. <laughs> it's cool. It works. It's kind of weird. Um, like I didn't like the 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 ending part where like she's in the cage and she's like cut herself and stuff and he's all like, "You are perfect and pure," and walks away. It's really fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. But but then they cut to credits long enough to show that it's an M Night Shyamalan movie and then come back and do that little <laughs> and that like changes the entire ninety minutes before it. That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that point. Um. It was it was really fucking cool to see him take those fucking blast uh, point blank and like will himself to becoming like the superior beast. Is that what happened? I'm not sure. <laughs> it did. It did. I watched it. And it's also one of those movies that's just like it plays real close on that line of like acceptable use of mental illness. Like, oh yeah! Right. I'm surprised that it's not a bigger deal to this outrage culture that has happened those last few years. Yeah. <laughs> so, mental illness is kind of a plot device in it, and there's child rape. So it, I'm kind of weirded out. No one said anything about it. And see, this is why I like talking movies with you is because you bring up points that I decide. All I wanted to see was McAvoy climb on a wall. <laughs> he ate people. I don't understand why he was eating people. Uh, duh. Animals got to feed. Animals uh, don't with clothes. That's what I learned. Uh, yeah, of course. And then you say their name and they snap out of it. So, if you run into any 
mentally ill people just say their entire full name and they'll snap out of it, I guess. Yeah, what was that? The, was the, the fucking therapist had like the... It was like, say Shazam, he turned back into Billy Batson and the therapist just hit everybody. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, and it seems to brought M. M. Night Shyamalan back to his game, so. Well, that's what everyone said about the last movie. Did you see that one? Uh, what was the happening? <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, the visit? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I, I think I've only seen, like, Unbreakable Signs and uh, this last one now. Oh, wait, we watched uh, Lady in the Water together. That was a real shit show. That's where you like, man, look at this M night. Oh shit. Like his career. (laughs) Really? It wasn't the guy just lifting weights with one side of his body. That was the point where I was like, maybe he shouldn't just make any movies anymore. No. Cause the village is when you went, "Hmm, maybe, maybe I'm not sure. Maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. And then <laughs> Walker was when he was all like, you guys just don't get it. I'm a genius into this movie as the savior of the universe because you don't understand. All right. That makes sense. So maybe he's back. Oh, wait. After Earth was the last one, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't see it, but he did it. He did Airbender, too. Uh, I've heard that's atrocious. Um, I think. I think I've just been meaning to watch it just because I want to see what sh- what a shit show it is. It's bad. I thought it's bad. <laughs> That's fair. I don't need to go any further then. Uh, you want to talk Batman? Sure, because I'm done talking about M. Night Shyamalan. That's fair. Uh, so these are your uh, personal books. Um, the Long Halloween. Is this one of your favorites? Um, I think it's really strong. I didn't pick my favorites to give to you. Um, I gave you things I felt were inherent to understand about the Batman mythologies. Okay. Um, I think, uh, Sean Gordon Murphy is actually writing his own series right now. And like he asked yesterday, uh, what everybody's favorite story was. And I think for the most part, it was long Halloween or black mirror. And I really dig the story. Like the story is really up there. Um, I like the use of all the, all the handful of great characters and villains Batman has, but I'm just not a fan of the art. <laughs> And that's where we differ on, like, comic books. Like, I read for story, and art is, like, beyond lettering. Like, I look at lettering more than I do fucking the art itself sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll glaze over and just read panel, 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 page, page, not even fucking take the art in. Um, so art's an iffy thing for me, and I know it's probably up in the forefront for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think sales art's terrible. Um, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's just not necessarily for me. Like I can see why people would like it. Um, it's just, I don't know. It seems to Saturday or Sunday morning, like cartoons or comic strips 
esque. Uh, it's it's definitely very exaggerated. Um, like Joker has like a seven foot jaw. It's ridiculous in one scene, you know. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part. Was him in the, <laughs> him and Joker in the plane, which was just a fantastic, fantastic oh. showdown. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it introduced me to all the characters that, like, don't get this, the movies that necessarily Joker keeps getting. Um, but I really dug the story. Um, I, the, if you pick up the trade, um, it shows you a, a couple of things they omitted from the actual writing. And I think, thank God that happened because it, it gave away a huge plot device, and I don't think the story would have read as well if they would have given that away. Do you remember what it was? I'm not even sure I read that shit, so who knows. Do they? Uh, even... it, it was just the last page of the trade. They reveal that they never found um, the body, which lets, leaves you to uh, he would be the one behind it all. Okay. There are other things in play where it, it was more it's ambiguous to who the killer really is at the end. Um, I think it gives a good idea or it gives a good revelation to let the reader just figure out who they want the killer to be really. Sure. Like I'm I'm ninety percent sure being, but maybe it's different for you, you know. Hmm. Uh it it was a a thing where a few others like took advantage of the situation yeah. and made and and moved pieces on the chessboard that weren't necessarily in play, but they saw the advantages to take take them off the board, I guess. So yeah, but I really dug it. I I dug the story, but uh, like I said, the art wasn't for me. What I did love, however, though, is the Black Mirror. Yeah, uh, Scott Snyder, uh, he's kind of ran the, the Batman books for the past six years or so. That's his first jump into it. Um, What's this, his first one? That. Yeah, that was the first Batman that Snyder wrote. Uh, that was pre-New 52. Uh, it was Detective Comics. Um, and I gave that to you in the the this is what you need to understand the ideas of batman that, that's not mm -hmm. you know this is what it's like uh, when someone else man well this is my first time um uh, let's see if i can get that um with seeing jock and uh francesco francavilli uh their artwork and it's so fucking amazing um they did this great thing where it like builds up the chaos like in their lines and artwork and stuff, it just looks so gorgeous. Um, I honestly, like, I got so far into the book and I just couldn't put it down anymore because the, not only the color palettes, but like just the the impressive use of the different panel layouts and everything, and like just yeah. insanely. Awesome art. Uh, this was also my first time reading a Batman story that wasn't necessarily Bruce Wayne, which um, it was Dick Grayson throughout the whole thing, and 
introduce you to like what life after Bruce Wayne's Batman would be like. And rather than it just being Batman, he has a network of people that really help him get to the bottom of everything. So love. Uh, I can't believe I've seen Jock's artwork. He's kind of been all over. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I've seen it. I just never realized it was probably him. And then like this like made me search out even more of it just because it's a badass. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's a, it's, it's a fairly straightforward story. Uh, the, the backup stuff with like Gordon's kid kind of <laughs> just simmers and breaks out at the end of the book, kind of. Um, I love the use of the Joker in it. Yeah. Like, he's so kind of unhinged and just crazy and can immediately tell it's not Bruce, you know? He just knows it's not his Batman. Mm-hmm. That is the, the, the. I felt so good about him knowing that it wasn't his Bruce. Um, it, it, it brought it from a cartoon aspect, which is a lot of the book where it's this over exaggerated world and like overdeveloped feats that just one person could do. And then like that somehow just grounded the story for like the second half where it, let it build up all over again and crescendo awesomely. Yeah, it became much more intimate. You know, like in the beginning, like there's, I can't remember, the, there's that mobster dude who's trying to man You know, it's really fucking bizarre. And then it becomes kind of this family drama by the end. Yeah. Uh, like when he goes to the underground freaking uh, auction thing where they're like selling off all the old or like the what's the word I'm looking for I don't know uh, uh, where he goes to the auction and they're selling off like all the old um, The things from lockup. I can't think of. Oh, the evidence and stuff. Like the uh, crowbar that broke fucking Robin's skull and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was. I haven't really read that probably like three years, so the minutia's kind of gone. Uh, so I wasn't quite sure. But yeah, evidence is the word you're looking for. <laughs> Check mark. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving this forte into the Batman world. Uh, I think uh, Arkham Asylum is probably going to be my next one. Mm, so good. I know. It looks fucking awesome. And it just lends, like, I think the previous two Jokers is only going to build up that, that Joker even more. Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> have you read anything by Grant Morrison before? I have I can't I can't tell you what I read though. Um I wanna say no, I can't have fun. There uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
seems to be one of the big wigs in uh, comics right now, so I know I'm in uh, good hands. I don't even know what he's doing right now, but he's been around since the 80s, like super bizarre. Everything has a meaning. That book, like, when you read Arkham Asylum, read it as nothing real. Everything is symbolism. Uh, nice. Everything's metaphor. Um, and I can handle that. It's really fucking weird. Nice. It's, it's it's what I came to expect from the Joker character and his story itself. And he's like he's in it a little. Like it's very much this this weird story about like Batman's descent. And, like why isn't he <laughs> everyone else um, and McKean's art is really abstract painterly art um, and he took very big liberties <laughs> in shit like some of the supplemental stuff where uh, there's one scene where like Batman's not quite sure what he's seen and he thinks he's hallucinating so he takes a shard of glass like feel the pain bring himself back. That's how it was written. And McKinsey just fucking stabs it completely through his hand. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm excited now. So uh, what, what other kinds of or what are you currently reading in comics then? Oh shit. I took a really long break. Um uh, I read I read a ton of vintage nineteen eighties Chris Claremont X Men. Like I just like the beginning of his run, um through Dark Phoenix, through the Brood saga, uh I'm I'm almost to like uh fucking inferno now and it, just, it fried my brain because it's so fucking much like <laughs> super 80s it's so good though uh but i nice. kind of took a uh and i tried to get back in um uh, i read uh all of jeff john's justice league stuff from the new 52 and it's uh-huh. fucking trash it's just awful <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. Nice. So, uh, and then uh, I'm about to read like some Flash, uh, the, the new 52 stuff into Rebirth. I'm sure it's trash too. But. Badass, badass. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with a couple indie titles. I think I'm gonna looking at uh, Descender and Nailbiter. Uh, Nailbiter. And it's it's not what I thought it was gonna be, but. I think it just wrapped up this la- couple weeks ago, maybe. Maybe I have. Um, uh, so. I have first couple trades, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, th- I have the first trade. I was gonna see if I liked it. I've been hearing some great things about it, so. See, it is time to dive uh, in. Okay, I did read an image. I read uh, Black Monday Murders by Hickman. You like it? So good. Uh, yeah, it's really weird, but like I love Hickman and all that motherfucker does because he's so good. <laughs> I hear he's so, one that like jumps project to project that it's hard to get a final. 
product out of him. I I don't know what his problem is. Like if it's the <laughs> or what, but like it's it's rough on the indie stuff to try and follow. Um Black Monday Murders is really interesting though. It's um it's set in the world of Wall Street. Huh. And uh, like this really this like financial group essentially like sold their souls and shit to Maman to rule the fucking trades and get money and stuff. And there's like ritualistic murders and this now you're really, selling me. <laughs> there's ties to the Russians and the Russians and the Americans are kind of plotting against each other and super interesting. And there's a detective trying to figure it all out. He his grandma knew voodoo, so he kind of is in touch with the mystical world, and it's sounds reasonable. Uh, (laughs) That's awesome. You read, you read East to West, didn't you? I have read the first trade. I've got the second trade waiting on my shelf. Okay, so you've got an idea of what this one does. Yeah, yeah. So. I know east of west. I think that's seven trades deep, isn't it? So far, uh, I think seven comes out soon. Okay, I, I think it's through six right now, and by summer, seven's out. Okay. Yeah, I really love the first one. I think it took me uh, a couple days to like let it sink in, but like once it hooked me, I was sold. Um, it's a, it's a strong hook, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's super weird, and I'm not sure I completely follow the entire like geopolitical change. <laughs> uh, but it's super interesting. Um, did you? Okay, I read another book. Uh, it, it was volume ten, so it's like fifty issues deep. In it. <laughs> it's an image book, so you'd be down. Um. Uh, volume 10 of what? Morning Glories. Haven't seen it. Okay. Um, it is essentially lost the comic book. Damn it. Why are you so in tune with Lost right now? I don't know. It happened. I've been reading this book for... Here, three, probably four years now. I've been reading this book. Is um, I was collecting singles for a while. Uh, it's one of those things where I couldn't understand what was happening issue to issue because I didn't remember what happened, and I'm everything's so fucking vague and double speak in that lost way. So it's literally lost the comic. Okay, in a sense, in a sense, it is okay. Quick sell line. A prestigious school called the Morning Glories Academy, where very kids get taken. And then there's something sinister happening. There's a secretive headmaster that no one sees. There's time travel. There's fucking like biblical illusions. Is there and a smoke monster? Because if there's a smoke monster, I'm sold. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Moses from South Park. Big spin top. There's one of those that makes a ghost thing come out with like four hands. <laughs> I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> and no one knows. Clones and like 
it's literally like one of the kids travels through time and goes back and like lives for 20 years and becomes a teacher and teaches herself so she can get her into the school. It's so <laughs> hard to follow sometimes. Nice. Nice. But, does it, does it do the thing where it's hard to follow at some point, but like later down the, they go back and like give more, um, for certain areas where it's kind of muddy. I'm not sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, issue fifty was supposed to give revolution and stuff, and I was just like, I'm not sure what happened. I don't know who half these people are. <laughs> I'm not seeing this character. Two years. Oh yeah. So. Well, I suppose we should wrap this up. Um, what do you want to do? You want to do this at least once a week, then? Yeah, I think that'd work out good. Um, like we'll figure out schedule, but like Monday. For sure, you make that work. Uh, are yeah, you I'm seeing off. Kong this weekend? Uh, I'm definitely gonna try. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, I'm thinking about rewatching the '84 classic. King Kong. Really? That's the classic? <laughs> it's got something none of the other King Kongs have in it. Jeff Bridges? Well, that and the World Trade Centers. Well, one, we don't know it's not in the movie yet. It is a period piece. Interesting. Two, it, it's not his fault that we're never going to forget that tragedy. Like, he just <laughs> got the key uh, yeah, I think I'm going to make a run of the Kong movies this week. Because yours, which which is your favorite Kong movie? 33. That's what I thought. Um, I'm, I'm excited about them setting up this uh, Kong-Godzilla fight. Godzilla? Um, I did. There, it, it has problems, but I really liked it. Yeah, um, I thought the tension building was great, and then... Let it, leading up to the final battle was awesome, and it, it had it had a sense of scale, which I feel a lot of movies don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it not really helped sell it. I could have gave a shit less about the human characters, whatever. Yeah, over sister or whatever. I, f- I, I feel like they were they weren't necessary to the story, but to give you a vantage point for that scale. All I know is, like, I'm sad that Gareth Edwards isn't coming back for the next one. Because, like, I really mm-hmm. like the director. But if they give me fucking King Dehydra, like, I'm, I'm, I don't care. Give me a fucking space <laughs> and I'm golden. It's fair. Uh, I'm such a fan of the new design that I'm like, that's my boy. Yeah, I'm really curious to see, like, how big Kong is because like yeah that's before that movie got greenlit they were already like we're building into fucking our kaiju cinematic universe or whatever and they're gonna fight mm-hmm. so like Godzilla's fucking huge one this monkey doesn't yeah. to start with because I saw the last movie he ripped the fucking bug's jaw open and spit in its mouth until its head blew off like <laughs> 
Listen, he was making out with the bug. That bug just didn't want to make love. Well, it didn't address that way. Isn't that the way you kiss ladies? Just <sighs> atomic breath. That's <laughs> it's also like a baby CPR. <laughs> oh, uh, we've definitely gone somewhere I didn't think we were going to go. So, uh, we'll check in with you guys later next week and probably talk a lot of Kong. So, look forward to that. Is there anything else you want to talk about going back to the world of comics? No, um, I'll definitely try and we'll figure it out maybe more. We won't wing it for next time. We'll actually plan something. Right on. Uh, yeah, it's right on. Right. Well, Done. that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we'll check in with you next week at some point. So, Better kids. Peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.